Hi, Brent Baldwin here. Thanks for joining me at Think World Class Radio. Now, today's blog, I want to talk to you, uh, well, about questions. And so if, if one question would be appropriate, two questions profound and three questions maybe intriguing, what would 100 questions be? Now, I guess if the 100 questions are coming from a broad base, they could provide insight and maybe valuable information. They could be you know, representative of what your clients or staff are thinking and, 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 and in that case have a, a, a pretty meaningful value, both long-term and short-term, to you or your organization. But if the 100 questions are coming from one person in a single meeting, you know, it would be disruptive and, and eventually very annoying. It would certainly preclude the meeting from having any progress and, and probably defa- deflate the enthusiasm of everyone else in the room. So what is the optimum number of questions that should be asked by any one individual? You know, it's really impossible to answer that question. We know that a few questions will often solidify our our proposition. They can offer clarity or increase the probability of a current project being delivered to with an agreed expectation. Well thought out questions can open us to to find to identify unexplored alternatives. They can uncover answers and provide innovative or thought-provoking alternatives. Most of all, a well-thought-out question clarifies. It, it establishes the expectations or processes, and, and it really serves to optimize the efforts because, you know, quite frankly, two heads are always better than one. So when do too many inquiries become disruptive, cumbersome, and, and even annoying? I, would, I assume that it's really dependent on the, one, the capacity of the person responsible for fielding the questions. It depends on the subject matter and, and the, when the questioning takes place. It also, you'd have to factor into, into it the desired result that the uh, question is going to uncover. So is there a a formula to identify an optimum number of questions that should be asked? So if one question is good, why wouldn't 100 questions be 100 times better? The intention of the one asking the question is really a determining factor in this question. Respect for time and any formula that you would come come up with to identify the optimum number of questions that should be asked would have to consider the cost-benefit because sooner rather than later, the benefit to all parties starts to become negative or minimal as the number of questions increase. Is the intent of, uh, of asking the questions one of self-serving uh, ego of the one asking? Are, they, are the questions being used to hijack or promote an entirely different agenda than the one that's you're, you're trying to put forth? Or are the questions intentionally intentionally seeking clarification and in offering constructive options that may facilitate further consideration or debate? Things not previously considered. 
You know, the floor continues to shift. The baseline is a move, moving target on this one. Consider the the cost and the factor and the intention of all the parties in the equation. Is this process-driven or is it a brain creative brainstorming session? Is the agenda clear and transparent? Is everyone buying into the need for examination? What dividends can we expect from going deep into this topic? Will they will those dividends justify the energy and the time required to go down this road? You know, curiosity is a is a real powerful tool, but like all tools, curiosity needs to be used for the good of the project. For the good of the people that are involved in the meeting. So I would suggest that always remain respectfully curious. And always, always think world class. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Brent Baldwin. Have a world class kind of day. Bye now.